Hello, everyone. Welcome to our broadcast. I'm Jerry Savell. Thank you for joining me today. It's an honor to have you watch the program, and I want you to know how much I appreciate all of you who communicate with us, who write to us, tell us how much you're enjoying the teachings that you're receiving, how much you're enjoying the testimonies we share from time to time. And also, I want to thank those of you that come to our meetings that we conduct all over America and around the world as well. And I have an opportunity from time to time to greet you. And uh, I, that's just very special to me. And then more than anything else, I want to be sure and thank all of our partners once again for helping us make this all possible. Without your faithful support, we couldn't do all that we do around the world. And we want you to know how grateful we are to you. And we pray for you. And I want to pray for you right now. If you're a partner with this ministry, I want to pray in the name of Jesus that you're going to experience supernatural increase beyond anything you've ever experienced before. Not only that, but you're going to experience restoration of anything and everything that's been taken from you. And then also, I'm praying that you're going to experience the favor of God before this year is up in some of the most unusual ways that you've ever experienced it before. So receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, before we get into our teaching today, along with Pastor Justin and Eric, I want to take you into an announcement about our Jerry Savelle Bible School. It's a correspondence course. You can take it online, and I'm in, excited about it, and I believe you will be as well. So watch this announcement, and then we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Brother Jerry, and I have some exciting news for you. The Jerry Savelle Bible School is now ready. You can enroll. Each course is online, and we're excited about this school without walls. You know, the great thing about it is you don't have to come to Fort Worth, Texas and enroll and be in classroom. You can take each course at your own pace, at your own time. As you enroll and begin to take these courses, you're going to receive in-depth teaching from God's Word. It's going to help build a foundation for living by faith and learning how to receive everything that God has for you. I'd like for you to prayerfully consider enrolling in this Bible school. I believe it will be very beneficial Fisher for you, and I look forward to having the opportunity to impart into your life. Thank you, and God bless you. Welcome back. Now, if you're interested in our Bible school, this correspondence course online, you can uh, contact us by going to jerrysavelle.org slash school, and they'll give you all the information that you need, and I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, a lot of people are taking the course. We've already had a lot of graduates, and praise God, I believe it will be something that you will be thrilled about doing. I know I'm a Bible school graduate, correspondence course. I took it back in 1969, not my course. I didn't have one then, <laughs> but I took the E.W. Kenyon correspondence course in 1969. You came to our Bible school in what year? 1999. 99, when we had a school here yeah. uh, on, on site. 
And uh, you're taking the correspondence course now, aren't you? Yeah, passion for God, passion for souls. Amen. <laughs> that's, that's the number one lesson. That's the number one. Yeah. Amen. So once again, jerryseville.org slash school if you'd like more information about it. Once again, this is Pastor Justin Bridges. Amen. He and his wife, Annette, pastor our church, Heritage Faith Christian Center, right here in Crowley, Texas. I'm the founding pastor. I represent the apostolic authority, but this is the man that pastors the church. <laughs> and then Eric and his wife, Nikki, moved here uh, some time back and have been working with our ministry, and he travels all over the world. Uh, one of our uh, associate ministers and, and uh, works in, is involved in the missions, outreaches, and so forth. And we're so fortunate and blessed to have you guys. Amen. Let's get back into our lesson. Yes. We've been talking about, this is our fourth week now, talking about established in faith. Now, you know, I've been reading from Colossians chapter 2, and I want to read it once again, verses 6 and 7. This is our foundation scripture. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, as you have been taught, and abounding therein with thanksgiving. So once again, notice that phrase. It's important, the Apostle Paul, remember, everything Paul wrote was inspired by the Holy Spirit. Right. This is not just Paul's opinion, this is God's opinion. And God revealed this to the Apostle Paul, and so it's important, not just for the Christians in Colossae, but for the Christians today, wherever you might live. And so notice once again, he says it is vitally important that we become established in faith. Now, we're going to continue talking about that. And today, I want to remind you that in three different locations in the Bible, you're going to find these words, the just shall live by faith. Amen. Now, of course, the principles all over the Bible, but three different times it says the just shall live by faith. Now, the Bible also says, let every word be established out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. So apparently, God is endeavoring to get a point across. He says it three different times. He shouldn't have to say anything but once. Right. But when he says it three different times, he's endeavoring to get a point across. And that point is this, the just shall live by faith. When I read that, I don't think this is an option. Right. I don't think it's a suggestion. It's actually a command. Right. Amen. Yeah, this is a, a lifestyle that, that we're living. This isn't something we just try. Yeah. You know, we, we, this is the way that we live and we believe God. That's one of the things I've been asking myself. Do you really believe God? Have you put your total trust and dependence in Him in everything? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the beautiful thing is God's Word covers every situation that we will ever encounter. Right. And the Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So, you know, uh, I've discovered that if I need finances, I go to the word and see what God's word says about it. And faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. So that develops my confidence and my faith in God's ability to get me finances. Yeah. If I need healing in my body, I go to the word and find out what the word says about it. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. And that develops my confidence and my faith in God's willingness to heal me. So whatever you're going through, there is a scripture in this book that covers it somehow. And if you will spend quality time in the word and get that word into your heart, it's going to develop faith. 
And the more word you have in your heart, the stronger your faith will become. You know, I've had a lot of people say, Brother Jerry, you've been studying the word, preaching the word for over 50 years now. Do you still study it like you did when you first started? No, more so, <laughs> more so. I can't live on the faith that came into my heart 51 years yeah. ago. You know, I still operate on those same principles, but I wake up every day, right. you know, with new challenges, uh, new uh, situations that I'm confronted with, and I need faith every day. Right. I need strong faith every day. Well, you even said during the quarantine time that you spent more time with God and you got messages oh, yeah. for this year and next oh, year. Oh man, I've got so many sermons over the last few weeks that I hadn't been able to go anywhere, you know? <laughs> and so, man, I'm just studying the Word and, and I've, I've sensed very strongly. And, and I think it's, it's not a coincidence that I had decided even before the, the coronavirus thing hit that I would be teaching during this time on this television broadcast the importance of being established in faith. But since I've had all this time and, and studying the Word and so forth, I've noticed that every sermon that I have been making outlines for, it all has to do with the basics of faith. Yeah. And I think I told you not too long ago, you know, years ago, uh, I did a, a, a special meeting once a month on Friday night called uh, Back to the Basics. Yeah, and I did that for about 10 years. Yeah. And I'm sensing very strongly in my heart that God's wanting me to go back and reestablish that so that we can teach the basics yeah. of faith again. And we had people come from all over the country to those yeah. meetings. And I'm, I'm really sensing very strong in my heart that it's time yeah. to get back because there are so many people that have never learned the basics to start with. Right. Not only that, it, it's, it's fun going back and hearing them again. Yeah, it is. Because, you know, I still listen every day to the basics of faith from Kenneth Hagin, right. Kenneth Copeland, Oral Roberts, T.L. Osborne. I've got, I don't know how many hundreds of their early messages, teachings on faith on my iPod. And I carry it around with me everywhere I go. I listen to it everywhere I go and I never get tired of it. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. And if you do it and you've been doing this for 51 years, then yeah. you should do it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. The Bible says, follow those who inherit through faith and patience right. the promises. Right. Well, that's, a, that's, that's wise. Don't follow somebody that it never works for. Mm -hmm. They never have any testimonies. They never get any results. Follow those in whom it's working right. for them. You know, because faith begins where the will of God is known. Yeah. And where are we going to find His will? We're going to find it in the Word. Yeah. And so that's what we have to continually be grounded in. You know, I love what you've continually modeled um, for us um, is, is a life in the Word, the importance of a, a quiet time, the, impor the, the importance of, of the Word of God. And that's, so thank you for continuing to hold this Word as the final authority. You know, Justin, I don't have any other choice. <laughs> I mean, I'd do it anyway, but this is all I know. Yeah. I've never been taught religious tradition. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> all I know is the Word of Faith. Yeah. And it started out working for me in 1969. It's been working yeah. for me all these years. I have no plans in changing my message. What I do have plans on is just becoming so much more uh, involved in it and learning much more about it 
and having many, many more testimonies so I can keep helping people just like the ones that are watching this broadcast right now. Yeah, because it's not just a, a message. It's, it's how God lives. It's how God operates. Well, why would, why would the Bible say it's impossible to please God without faith? He's a God of faith. Right. He's a faith God. Right. Everything He does. The worlds were created right. by the Word of God through faith. Yeah. I mean, you know, and a lot of people think, well, I don't know how many people, but I assume a lot of people think. I know I've heard people say this before. Boy, when we get to heaven, we won't have to use our faith anymore. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you think you're going to live in heaven around a God of faith and not have to use your faith anymore? Right. I like to say this. We're going to use our faith when we get to heaven. The only difference is there won't be any resistance to it. You mm -hmm. have heard the devil's not going. Right. Hallelujah. <laughs> right. Amen. So there'll be no resistance to our faith. You know, the Word says that the worlds were created through faith. Yeah. And so who knows what God will be having us do when we're in heaven. Right. But I do know this, we're still going to live by faith. Right. You know, God uh, lives by faith, but Jesus lives by faith. Yeah. In uh, Hebrews chapter 2, it says this, he says, and again, he says, it's talking about Jesus, my trust and assured reliance and confident hope shall be fixed in him. And yet again, here I am in the children whom God has given me. Yeah. Jesus said even, I say this again, my trust is fixed in him. Yeah. So if God lives that way and Jesus lives that way, how much more should we live that way? Yeah, why wouldn't we be required to live that right. way? Amen. Hebrews chapter 10, and this is one of the chapters in the Bible where you will find the phrase, it's found in, in verse 38, now the just shall live by faith. But I want to back up to verse 35. Cast not away therefore your confidence. Now confidence is another word for faith. Right. So he says, cast not away therefore your faith, which hath great recompense of reward. Now the problem that a lot of Christians have had over the last few years is they've done just exactly what the Bible said don't do. They've let go of their faith. Uh, they're, they're not applying faith like they once did. And I personally don't understand that. Why would you cast away something that's brought healing to your body? It's healed your marriage. It's brought food to your table. It's given you an automobile to drive, a home to live in, clothes to put on your back. Why would you want to cast away something that's produced all of that? And here it says, there is a great recompense or reward. In other words, recompense, you could, you could use the phrase payday. Mm -hmm. In yeah. other words, living by faith produces paydays. Yeah. In other words, God rewards those who live by faith. Amen. So don't ever consider casting away your faith. Right. Amen. You know, it's holding, it's holding to faith. It's holding on to the Word. And I think some people have an idea that when you you live a life of faith, you don't have any difficulties or any issues. But the thing is, is faith is what keeps me grounded. Yeah. I think it's Psalms 125, it says, those that trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. I think the Passion says that they are unshakable and unmovable. Yeah. So I think that's what people understand is faith is what causes me to be stable, established and fixed and not moved in yeah. difficult times. And we, we mentioned earlier in Hebrews 11, 6, where it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please Him. Now let's back up to chapter 10 and listen to what it says in verse 38. The just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. 
So in Hebrews 11:6, it's impossible yeah. to please God without faith. But if any man draw back from what? From the life of faith, then my soul shall have no pleasure in him. So for me to let go of my faith, for me to choose to live some other way, then how in the world could I ever think that I'd ever please God again? Because I can't please God without faith. And if I let go of it, He has no pleasure in me. Well, it doesn't mean God doesn't love you anymore. You know, uh, I have two daughters. They're both grown. They've blessed me with a number of grandchildren. But growing up, you know, they, they didn't always please me in everything they did, every choice they made, but I never stopped loving them. Right. I mean, I love them no matter what they do, no matter how many times they messed up, no matter how many times they made mistakes. Uh, I never stopped loving them. Right. But if they ask, Dad, did we ever displease you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did we ever do anything that, you didn't, that didn't bring pleasure to you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't stop loving you. God's never going to stop loving you, but it certainly says it's impossible to please Him without faith. So why would anyone in their right mind ever want to let go of their faith? My number one reason for living by faith, I want to please my Father. My number two reason for living by faith is because that's the way the Bible says I should live. Number three reason for living by faith is this is the victory that overcometh yes. the world. I don't like losing. I like winning. <laughs> Amen. So I Amen. choose to live by faith. Amen. Well, well, then we're in good company because the Apostle Paul said we have to fight the, the good, good fight, fight of faith. Of faith. Yeah. You know, that means to, to contend. To it's, He goes on to say to lay hold of eternal life. That means to seize it, to take it. Yeah. And it has a picture of somebody grabbing on a rope and then not letting go. That's good. Yeah. And then in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, he says, I fought right. the good fight of faith. Right. I have finished the race <clears throat> and I have kept the faith. So yeah. he never gave Amen. up. He, he went all the way to the end. The message says, I've run hard to the finished and believed all the way. Amen. Amen. Believed all the way. All, all the way. way. Say that again. Believed all the way. All the way. How long do they believe? All the all way. way. All the way. They never Praise quit. God. Never quit. Uh, I like what Hebrews 10, 35 from the message translation says, don't throw it all away now. You need to stick it out. Staying with God's plan so you'll be there for the promised completion. Man, that's what motivates me. That's what wakes me up every morning, knowing that I'm headed for the promised completion. I love promised completions. I love when the, when the Word is confirmed with signs following. But you will not experience that if you let go of your faith. And I remember uh, one of the first things Carol and I believed God for back in those early days was uh, a car. We needed a better car, and, and I've given the testimony on that, how that um, in the natural, uh, it looked like we would never get that car. The man that had owned it, and we talked to him about it, uh, about buying it from him, he told me he'd hold it for me because I didn't have the money to pay for it, and I, 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 I had made a choice not to borrow money anymore, and uh, the credit departments also helped me make that choice. They wouldn't loan me anymore. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, I was going to believe God to pay cash for that car. And it was not a brand new one, but it was a good used car, low mileage. And I just felt like in my heart, I have enough faith to believe God for that amount. 
but it wasn't happening. And uh, one day the man called me and he said, uh, I'm sorry, Jerry, I'm going to have to sell that car. And uh, boy, when I hung up from him, my heart just dropped, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I, I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, I really thought that you told me that was the car you wanted me to have. And he said, a double-minded man's unstable in all his ways. Now, I've given this testimony many times. And I said, no, Lord, you don't understand. He said he's going to sell it. A double-minded man's unstable in all his ways. I said, Lord, listen, this is how we operate down here. When somebody tells you they're going to sell it, then it's over with. It's over with. (laughs) He said, a double-minded man is unstable. I said, are you telling me you want me to keep on believing this regardless? He said, a double-minded man's unstable. So I told Caroline, I said, I don't care what that man just said. I'm going to keep believing for that car because a double-minded man's unstable in all his ways. Mm-hmm. Well, the next day he called me back and he said, God got all over me. He said, that's Jerry's car and you know it and you do everything in your power to help him get it. And so he said, I can't sell it. Well, long story made short, it wasn't long after that that uh, somebody paid for the car. I don't, I don't know to this day who bought that car for me, but they went to the man's house and gave him the money wow. to pay for that car. Wow. And, and we began driving it, and that's what we had uh, when, we, when we first moved to Fort Worth and we started you know, ministering in different places. Now, I had an opportunity to cast away my faith, and I almost did. I mean, you know, uh, I became distracted with that negative mm-hmm. uh, report, right. you know. And the man, you know, he wasn't trying to be mean or prevent me from having something. He, he needed the money, and I understood that. But boy, when he said, I got to sell it, I can't wait any longer, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how disappointed you become right. when you first hear something like that. But then notice what it took to get me back on my faith. Mm-hmm. Faith cometh by hearing the Word. Mm-hmm. Amen. And I got a rhema from God. Right. And he said, a double-minded man's unstable in all his ways. Well, that, that set the course for us, that from that yeah. moment forward, when we were believing God for something, no matter how many negative reports yeah. we got, no matter how many negative circumstances came up, our faith became unwavering. Yeah. And there's not been one time in 51 years that God has ever disappointed us. Amen. Now, it didn't all happen in the time frame right. that I would have liked for it to happen, you know, but it happened. Yeah. And if we demonstrated to God that quitting was not an option, right. God always rewarded us. Yeah. And that's what it says right here. Once again, don't throw it all away now. If you've been believing God for something in your life and you know that you know that you know the Word promises you this and you know that you know in your heart that God's told you to keep believing for this, then don't throw it all away now. Listen to this. You need to stick it out. Staying with God's plan so you'll be there for the promise completion. And you know, that promise completion, man, when it happens, it's shouting time. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, I, I love when something comes to pass, particularly when everybody and his brother told me yeah. it was impossible. Right. That this will never happen. <laughs> right. You know, like, like that very car I was talking about. When that car manifests, we had a neighbor that lived across the street from us, and the car I was driving, 
it was worn out. And, and in fact, the engine blew up. I couldn't even drive it. And the neighbor across the street from me come over to my house and, he, and she said, uh, boy, you need a new car, don't you? And I said, well, I've got one in the name of Jesus. She said, well, where is it? You know, I said, well, you can't see it, but I have another one. And every day she'd come over and say, where's that new car, Jerry? I said, I have it by faith. You can't see it, but I have it. And I'd read to her Hebrews 11, 1, now faith, this is something. She didn't get it. But she was like the messenger of Satan sent to buffet me, uh-huh. you know. And boy, when that car manifest, I went knocking on her door and said, look, I told you. And there was the reward. Wow. There was my faith that had been recompensed. Payday had come. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I love it. And I've been experiencing those kind of paydays ever since. And God's no respect to a person's. He'll do the same for you. Let's watch this special offer, and then we'll be back in just a few moments. Do you know what it takes to outlast and overcome challenges? Why is it that some believers seem to struggle while others thrive? In today's special offer, Jerry Savelle reveals the key principles that have brought stability and victory in his life for over 50 years. This powerful package includes his book, Life of Faith, his four-part CD series, Faith Made Simple, and his book, The Established Heart. Your faith can grow stronger than ever before. Whether you're just starting your journey of faith or have been on it a while, in this package you will discover six steps to a successful faith project, two things you must have before you step out in faith, and how to see your circumstances through the eyes of faith. Begin to strengthen your faith today. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Established in Faith special package. This life-changing revelation of faith will empower you to live by faith, to overcome hardships, and to stand strong until your victory is seen. Once again, thank you so very much for joining us today, and I trust that you've enjoyed the teachings that we've been sharing. Also, I believe it's important for you to get the resources that we're making available. This little book I wrote some time back entitled The Life of Faith. This is so simple to read. It's got the basic principles of faith. It's not really that thick, but it covers from Genesis to Revelation almost some of the basic principles of the life of faith, and I believe it will help you greatly. It'll be a great inspiration to you. And then four CDs entitled Faith Made Simple. You know, living by faith is not really that hard. I I like to say living by faith is just simply having confidence in God's Word, or in God, and in His Word alone. Let me say it again. Faith is just simply having confidence in God and in His Word alone. I say it's a deep conviction of the reality that it's impossible for God to lie. So in here, we talk about those principles, faith made simple. And then this is my very first book. I heard Kenneth Copeland preach this in 1970. And uh, I was so taken by it and so impacted by it that I began to study it and I made a determination that I'm going to become established. My heart is going to become established. And so when I began to write books, this was my first book, The Established Heart. Now, it's been reprinted I don't know how many times, and it's gone around the world in several different languages. This is not the first cover we had. This is a a new cover, 
But this book is still so powerful, and I know that you'll enjoy it and be blessed by it. So this is our resource package this week. So go to the screen and look to see how you can order it. Get it in your home. I know you won't regret it. We'll see you again next week. This is Justin. This is Eric. And we want you to know your faith will overcome the world.